Welcome to Exploring Possibility. I'm your host, Christopher Giel, and with this show, my mission is to empower you. I want to inspire those who have forgotten their true worth, their highest potential, and their ultimate capability. I'll be exploring topics that are aimed towards personal growth to help you gain insight and approach life with new perspectives. I want you to increase your impact and help you live a more fulfilling life because limited thinking equals limited being. Let the show begin. Hi there and welcome to episode number 16. If you're a new listener, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And just thank you again for being here with me today. I'm so excited. Uh, Second of all, we've got a free Facebook community which can join for more interaction and where we'll dive into the topics a little bit deeper. And it's here where you can ask the questions, recommend topics or guests and just, you know, where we can collaborate and support one another towards becoming a higher version of ourselves. So I'm creating that platform for that specific reason. So if we're going to jump in quickly to our guest today, his name is Pablo Rosario. And according to him, ever since he could remember, it's been his life's passion to understand people and understand or know what makes them great. He's got a BA in psychology and has completed over 100 hours at the official coaching training school of Tony Robbins, as well as an certified NLP practitioner. He spent more than five years working as a program director of an international personal development company where he's designed conferences for CEOs, entrepreneurs, executives, and business owners on topics such as leadership, communication, confidence, dating, uh, relationships, overcoming inner conf- uh, conflicts, as well as redefining things like the meaning of life. So basically, Pablo has worked with a variety of people, but he specializes in working with men, uh, specifically men who's looking to live a more complete and extraordinary life. So all in all, this is his passion and this is his life's calling, helping men and others to be great and helping them to get what they want out of life through building amazing relationships. This obviously is focused on men, but if you are a female listener listening in today, there's also a lot you can learn from this conversation. You learn how men seem to think. Um, Men's, we we speak a little bit about men's insecurities and where we, like where our strengths are and what we suck at and, you know, uh, where we can improve, how we can find blind spots and how we can find and use our own unique strengths to, to bring that to the table, to bring that energy and that power to our relationships. So yeah, if you are a, like I said, a female and you're keen to know your man or your, your husband or your boyfriend or your cousin or your brother, whoever, maybe a professional you know, maybe it's a professional relationship that you want to understand a little bit better, this then will be for you. If you are a guy listening, this is like the perfect episode for you then because you will grab those little nuggets that I just mentioned in terms of owning and building and defining a relationship, what it means to you and how you can approach it in life, regardless of who you are, what you look like, whether you're smart or not. It's regardless of all of those, we all can be great at relationships. So what I'd like you to keep in mind while listening to this episode is I want you to 
think about how you show up in your relationships. What type of relationships do you have around you personally, romantically, and professionally? What do you think the blind spots are? How is your body language in your relationships? And what do you think your strengths are in your personal, romantic, and professional relationships? Think, keep those points in mind. Think about it as we go and just listen out for the advice and the tips that Pablo gives throughout the episode so you can grab them and use them going forward. Let's go. Hi there, Pablo, and welcome to Exploring Possibility. I am super excited and happy and stoked to just have you on the show today. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is, uh, this is actually super interesting because of the time difference, but that's what makes it so fun because of the moment, because of somehow we made it happen. It just makes for a great story. Yeah. So just for those that don't know, uh, for the context, it's 10 a.m. my side and it's 12 a.m. <laughs> Pablo's side. So he's in his creative state and I'm in my analytical brain. <laughs> so let's see how we merge up. But um, yeah, Pablo, before we just jump in and chat a little bit about relationships, especially with men uh, or from men's perspective, like tell us a little bit more about Pablo. Like tell us a bit, little bit about you, who you are and you know, like why are you here today? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, who am I? That is such a, a, a deep question. Mm. Uh, you know, I guess if I can start, I mean, at my core, at my core, I'm a, I'm a learner. And also I'm a person that, that cares for other people and really wants to see them be free, really wants to see them be free of the limitations that, that stop them from living the life that they want, from having the things that they want and doing the things that they want. And for me, it all started when I was younger. My father, he, when I would, add, I would say, Hey, I'm bored. And he goes, okay, go read a book. And, <laughs> and because of that, I developed my love for reading and self-improvement developing myself. And that actually carried over funny enough uh, into my love life. Because when I was younger, about 10 years old, is when I had my first real heartbreak. And I know, like when you're 10, who really has that? <laughs> but um, but it, it's, it's part of my history, part of my story, where the girl I was going out at the time, she had her friend come up to me and said, hey, so she's going to go out with someone else for about two weeks. And if she doesn't like him, she'll come back with you. And when I heard that, I was devastated. Shut I'm like, I, whew, oh my goodness. <laughs> like I, I felt like such a consolation prize. Mm. And from that day on, I said, never again. I am never, ever going to feel like this again. I'm never going to be second place to anyone ever again. And then I started to learn. So I, so I went to the internet and I started to learn. And I started, what ended up really happening was not that I got better at my interactions with women. What ended up happening is I started becoming a better person myself. That's what I started to realize that in order to become better at dating and relationship, you have to become a better version of yourself. And the thing that was stopping me from having the success that I wanted wasn't even the girls. It wasn't even the women. It was myself. Mm. It, was, it was myself and what I thought of myself, what I thought I was capable of. And once I broke the free of that, like the, the, the things that were possible for me just became beautiful. I mean, I always make a joke that my 10 year old self would be proud of me now 
because, <laughs> because I'm doing all the things that my 10 year old self wanted to do, you know, um, and experience the thing I wanted to do. And so ever since then, you know, I, I, I had never forgotten what that felt like. Uh, you know, the feeling of not being able to connect a feeling second place, like a constellation prize. And like, like my heart goes out to, you know, my fellow guys out there that do go through that, that weren't as fortunate enough to, you know, perhaps have the, you know, a, a drive for self-improvement. And so, you know, that's where my why comes from, because I, I felt that pain. I don't want that for anyone else. And that's why, you know, it's my mission now to essentially free guys through dating and relationships, having become the best version of themselves so that way they can experience this thing called life with somebody else. Yeah, thank you for sharing that why. I love hearing the why. And that's why I also ask like who you are instead of like what you do. Because when I ask you who you are, you go a little bit deeper and that's typically what I go for. I love when people can share, you know, who they are. It's much more exciting because um, a lot of people are dating, you know, experts and relationship coaches. But mm -hmm. not everyone has the same why that you do. So that to me is like quite special. And yeah, I resonated in a few ways. I mean, it took me back to when I, you know, started working on myself, when my self-improvement journey started. Like, I think for me, it was, it was more in the, in the aspect of career, you know, career slash business slash like, what am I going to do with my life? Like, that's where my thing started. And I thought to myself, you know, wow, I can see with, with the things that I'm learning that you need to become a better you to be better in whatever you pursuing in your case, relationships in my case, career, understanding what that is for me. So it's quite special that you mentioned that cause I can deeply resonate. And then my, another thing was my heartbreak happened a little bit later. So I, mine was high school. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I had a no. relationship, like my first love was high school. So that to me was like devastating. Like it crashed me so hectically, so, so far down, it pushed me so far down. Like I was on the, verge of, you know, like any my life. That was like how far it went. So like, let's wow. jump onto that. Let's say people are in that situation. Like let's, let's go to the 15 year old me. Cause that's how old I was. You don't know yeah. anything at that point. You think you do. Like I thought I yeah. did. What is your advice at that point to someone who's like, let's, let's like thinking like literally I'm done. Like, I don't know what to do now. You know, like, is this it? Is this all over? Like, what do you do at that point? Like, what is your advice to, to someone? Yeah, that is actually very common. That's very common across, mm. a, across the board. There are people that have had that similar experience where they experience some type of heartbreak and then they get to the place where it's like, what's the point? Like, exactly. I'm done. What's the point? So I definitely empathize with that. And the first step, and this is actually just beyond dating. It is, it is, be, it is to talk to somebody. Talk to Because in that moment, you feel alone. You feel like no one can relate and no one can help you. Mm -hmm. And the first thing you should do is find a way to process those emotions and to get it out in some sort of way, whether it's by writing it out, uh, which I'm a very big fan of, finding someone like a friend, a family member, just find some way to process those emotions. That's the very first thing. The thing that you do not want to do is to suppress them. The thing you do not want to do is fight against them. And the thing you do, don't want to do is to let them drive you. And so there's a and so there's a difference between experiencing the emotion and letting it run through you and letting it drive you, letting it be the cause for you to become pessimistic, become uh, depressed, and all the other not so productive states, so to speak. And so that would be the first thing that I would do is just to, that way, just process those emotions, get it out to you, so that we can get back to center. 
The second thing, the second thing is to realize that it's not over. That is that, that I promise you that it's not over. And I always, you know, I always put it in perspective. Okay. There are two analogies that I always get. Okay. The first one is that there are 7 billion people on earth. More than half of them are your target demographic or maybe <laughs> a little bit more. Okay. Now, mathematically speaking, right. Let's say, for example, your goal is to attract 1 million of them. 1 million out of 7 billion is point, I believe, is 0.0001%. Wow. So if, I, so if I told you all you have to do is just succeed 0.0001%. I'm like, okay, that's doable. That's doable. So that begins to change process. The second analogy that I always give is the analogy of gum. Whenever anyone's dealing with rejection <laughs> is the analogy of gum. I don't know if you ever heard this before. No, but, but I can't wait. <laughs> so it's beautiful. So, okay, I want you to imagine that, you know, you have someone in front of you and then you offer them a piece of gum. Mm. And that person says, no, no, thank you. How would you feel? Better yet, what would you make up about yourself? Would you think, oh, I suck or, um, you know, this is terrible. I'm terrible. No. You would think, oh, um, they must not want the gum. Okay. I'll just go and ask somebody else if they want gum. And then, and then that's an, I use that analogy to, to, to point out that, to point out that it's not you that they are rejecting. Okay. It is the conversation. It is the relationship. Okay. Because you call me crazy, but you can't get rejected. You can't get rejected because it wasn't you that you were offering. That you that so to speak, what you were doing, you were offering a relationship and experience. Okay, now whether or not they said yes or no, they are rejecting that experience. They're rejecting, quote unquote, rejecting that conversation. And so I would tell them, find someone else who is waiting for you to offer them gum, because for every person, I'm telling you, for every person that rejects your gum, there's someone out there hoping you ask them hoping you offer them. All right. And that is a fact. Like I'm willing to bet so much money on that. <laughs> and it's a matter, it's just a matter of finding them. That's a matter of finding. And that's the people you want to be with the people that want you. And that way you're not, you know, the, 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 the process is more enjoyable. You're not working as hard. And then from then on, try again. No, that is very true. Like, as you spoke, I'm like, yes, this is such great advice because firstly, the advice, you know, to the 15, 15 year old me, I suppressed everything. I mm. didn't want to chat to anyone, but I also didn't have the guidance on someone saying, listen, just journal it out or just speak. You know, it was, it was always very superficial. Like it, it, it felt like nobody really gave me that um, attention that I was looking for or like really came to sit down and say like, what's wrong? You know, like, how can I help you? Like it mm. was, it was just like the, the common, like, no, no, just go and like chat to someone, you know, like uh, it wasn't deep enough for me. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I had to get a little bit more out of it, I would say. And then second of all, this, this advice of the gum, I think is amazing. And I've also read about it where, and you, you framed it so nicely where you said like, it's, it's not you that is getting rejected. It's the thing that you are offering. And as soon mm -hmm. as you see that as a thing, then it's like, it's outside of me. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm, I'm fine. You know, I am enough. Mm -hmm. You know, that saying that's been going all around recently, um, recently, it's, I am enough, which is also, I guess, you know, one of the things that are contributing to all this mental health issues that we are seeing coming up is people not being able to um, 
speak about things, you know, not being able mm-hmm. to open up and being able to share their emotional sides. And I guess that's got to do with how, especially men also grow up. Would, would you agree? Like men grow up being told that we need to suppress, we need to be tough. We need to not show our emotions. Like how, what is your experience with that? So I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, I always say, you know, for, for women out there that are listening, men are suffering <laughs> in silence. Right. We are, su- we're suffering in silence because we feel this pain. We feel these insecurities. We feel this fear, but we're not allowed. We're not allowed to speak up. We can't speak up because if we do, then we lose our manhood Then we're not man enough. And that thing and to jeopardize our manhood is the equivalent of death. Now, the problem with that is that because those things aren't expressed or dealt with, they end up manifesting in other ways. And that way may come out, for example, in addiction to maybe alcohol, drugs, porn. Um, it may come out in terms of depression. Um, you know, I believe suicide, I, be- I could be wrong, but I believe men are the, like the leading gender when it comes to suicide. Mm. Um, so we have to check me on that, but I felt like, uh, yeah, like this very high rate. Um, it also may come out in, in, in violence. It may come violence because they don't have a proper way to to process it. And unfortunately, like that is what we men go through. And you know, if and that needs to change. That definitely needs to change and realize that to express how you feel does not make you weak. To say that you're sad, to say that you're scared, to say that you're insecure does not make you weak. It makes you human. So before being a man, you are a human and you are entitled to feel that way. Okay. And actually what does make you a man is having the courage to admit that that is real courage. All right. To be able to say in front of somebody, especially a woman, because as guys, we have this (laughs) macho thing where, you know, we want to, we, you know, we want to appear that we want to be the rock. We want to be the rock. However, though, it takes it, it in the eyes of a woman. I know it's because my girlfriend has said this to me, you know, it takes incredible bravery and courage to be able to say, I'm not feeling strong today. I'm not feeling, I'm, you know, I'm kind of scared. Now, for all, all the guys out there listening, here's a distinction, okay? When you're doing it, when you're doing it to express yourself, right? That's one thing and that's okay. You're totally allowed to express and to share what's going on with you, all right? Uh, because, and if you're doing it to communicate. Now, when you're doing it with the intention of getting pity, if you're doing it with the intention of getting attention, that's called manipulation, and that's where you lose points. And so that, so as you're going through it, you know, be conscious of that and be, and be, and be okay with, okay, I'm sharing. I want to share with this. this is all right. And sharing with someone that you trust. That's the other thing too. You don't have to, you don't have to share with anyone, you know, showing that side of you is something special that people have to earn to get that side of you. And so, um, and so when you do find that some, you know, that someone, Hey, you know, can I just share something with you? You know, this is what I'm going through. And if you happen to cry, that's completely fine too. get it out because that's how you feel and how you feel is okay. That is the overall message that, that as men, I don't feel that we got, which was how you feel is okay. Mm. And, th- and we've been, sh- and I feel like growing up, we, we've been shamed when we feel things like sadness, when we feel things like insecurity. And that programming has carried over into adulthood. And that causes us as men to not show up properly in relationships. 
we show up as a shell, half of ourselves, which is why you hear women say, oh, like you, you don't let me in. You don't connect with me. I want to see the real you. And you're here thinking, but I just told you, like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. And so, um, and, and so it's about, it's about releasing yourself from that shame and knowing that that shame that was put on you, it wasn't done intentionally. It was done from the people before then. And so in, in that understanding, you could find forgiveness in that process, forgiveness in the people that you, you grew up around, forgiveness in society, forgiveness in yourself. Because at the time, I mean, you didn't know better. You were just growing up. And so now you have the opportunity to choose different. You're not the same little kid anymore. You have the opportunity and the ability to now design what manhood means to you. And that's the important thing, defining what it means to you. Yeah, that is incredible. So much insight there, uh, just thinking about it in a different way. And you, you said that it comes not from, you know, let, let's say you got shame. It's not them. It's from what happened earlier, you know, their parents or mm-hmm. the cultures around them. And mm-hmm. that to me is like a massive insight because like you said, now you can be able to say like, listen, I forgive that person or those people who did whatever things to shame me at that point that scarred me who I am today. But now you also have the des- decision to then say, this is not who I am. Like I choose to be this sort of mm-hmm. man or guy, you know, um, in this mm-hmm. specific space. And I also feel that we need to transcend this message a little bit more like this narrative around what we, mm-hmm. we are, what we are speaking about currently. It's like, it's like so empowering to just speak in it in such a way because now it's like you can let go of all these emotions that you've been holding in and just say like, it's fine, like share, communicate, um, yeah. open up, connect. Because we struggle to connect even like that's, I guess, why some people can't even connect with other relationships now. So let's say you're struggling with your personal relationships. Now you're going to struggle with your business or your professional relationships because mm-hmm. you've, you've already scarred yourself in such a way that you're not going to open up in other industries or avenues, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Because the way, because the way you are in one area tends to be the way you are in other areas. Mm. Okay. The, let's say we're in your relationship. Okay. Let's say you take rejection personally. You know, she says, no, Hey, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I'm okay. I don't want a date. You take it personally. You start mm-hmm. making uh, self-identifying meanings behind it. It carries over to your business where yeah. you then again, like, okay, this customer says, no, you start taking it personally. Then you as a business owner and entrepreneur lose your confidence to go and make the no- next sale to go do it again. Here's a perfect example. Uh, with me personally, part of my journey was dealing with my sense of worthiness that for me, I had to feel worthy of things. And it started actually when uh, I was younger, uh, when I was younger, um, you know, I used to play sports. Baseball was my sport. And whenever I did great, the car ride home would be, you did a great job. Fantastic. Awesome. Mm, mm. When I did poorly, it was a quiet ride home. It was quiet. And then the message that started to get internalized, I'm only worthy if I achieve things. And then that started to carry over as I got older in my relationships. There would be certain, there would be certain, um, you know, certain women and opportunities that I would not pursue because I told myself, ah, I'm not ready yet. I didn't, I haven't done enough to deserve her yet. I'm not worthy enough yet. And then it carried over into my professional life where 
I wouldn't ask for things because I feel I didn't, I didn't, I didn't deserve them. I, I, did, I didn't have the confidence to ask for a raise. I didn't have the confidence to stand up for myself. And what ended up happening was, was I ended up overworking myself, overworking myself to prove that I was worthy enough to the point where there was one time I was putting on an event. It was a three-day event. And in three days, I got a total of four hours of sleep. And I started to be so delirious that I almost interrupted the conference because um, I, I, I couldn't tell time. I thought we were, I thought we were behind schedule and I was going to stop the whole conference and they had to pull me and say, no, no, what are you doing? We have a whole hour left. And they had to send me back to go take a nap. And so, um, and so those issues tend to show up in different areas of your life. And so once you start to, you know, do that work, everything else starts to happen. So whenever it comes to dating and relationship, as far as like my approach is, um, I kind of do a little Jedi mind trick where you think we're working on one thing, but actually we are taking care of the inside. Because once that's once you once you have that handle, everything else takes care of itself. Very, very true. Like I can actually sit you and relate as well and think about how I was able to improve my own relationships, um, personal and professional. And for me, it was as soon as I started bringing a better version of me to the table, like. Mm-hmm things started getting better. You know, it, I, I took away all the, the blame from the outside. No, it's them. It's they, they do this. I don't like that about them. But I also, it, as soon as I like just took a moment and, you know, grabbed my awareness around myself and looked at it from a different perspective, I was like, whoa, <laughs> there's a lot mm-hmm. of fixing. Well, I'm fixing, fixing it this way, but like things that I need to work on, things, things mm-hmm. that I need to improve to improve my own relationships. So let's jump onto that. Now we've been speaking about like if we are already in a relationship, but now let's say you want to pursue a relationship and you are struggling. Like how do you start with that? Like, where do you go? And let's start with personal, personal relationships from men's perspective. How, where do we, where do we go to get a quality relationship? Do you just go to any, uh, you know, the park or do you go to the club or like do you, do you go into online dating, Tinder? Like what do you do? Where do you find quality relationships? Great question. So the first step is to define the type of relationship you want and the kind of person you want to be with in that relationship. That is number one, because that starts the process of the first step, which is define success on your own terms. Mm. Define what success looks like to you. Because when people first start and they do all this searching on the internet, they think that, oh, I have to go to the club. I have to go to the bar and I have to get a, I have to, you know, have her phone number in five minutes. We have to be kissing in 10 minutes. Otherwise it's a failure. No, that's not real life. (laughs) It doesn't have, it doesn't happen that way. The process of creating a good connection actually takes a couple hours. All right. And I've seen some of the best in the world. It takes a couple hours to make a solid connection. So the first thing is to find out what it looks like to you. Okay. Um, Second thing is a a philosophy that I have, which I call, it's called hunting in your jungle. Okay. Um, And what I mean by that is that you don't see a shark hunting for its food in the jungle. You don't see a lion hunting for its food in the ocean. Now I'm not saying women are prey, but what I am saying is go to the areas where you like to go, go to the areas where you feel comfortable. Because that's going to allow you to shine a lot better. It's like it's like playing in your own backyard. So that's a first, so which which essentially means get out of your house. 
<laughs> you're not going to meet anyone staying inside your house. So you can't do online dating, which is fantastic. Uh, but get out of your house. That's definitely it. And then the last thing I would say, simply said, is to get in the habit of just talking to people. Too often, especially in this day and age with technology, mm. we're in our own world. We're in our own world. We go outside and like there are moments where people go out into society and they don't have conversations with not one soul. In a world full of 7 billion people, how do you go outside and not talk to anyone? Which blows my mind. And so it's no wonder why people have difficulty making connections and talking because they don't talk to people. So that's why I tell everyone that I coach, start talking to everyone, whether it's the person who delivers your mail, person, the cashier, the old lady down the street, the person who serves you your food. Talk to every single person in the habit of saying hi. One great exercise that I give everybody and for anyone listening, this is a great exercise that will up your confidence and improve your ability to talk to people in 30 days. And it's just say hi to one new person every single day for 30 days straight. Okay. You do that. What's going to happen is number one, you're going to start building up a habit. Habits are not built by doing something just on Friday and Saturday nights. Habits are, by, are built by doing something small every single day repeat. Yeah. So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing that's going to happen is that you're going to start having new experiences, right? You're going to have, you're going to have start new experiences that you're, that you're going to be able to show your subconscious and prove to your that inner voice inside of us mm. that, Hey, you know, people are actually friendly. People will actually say hi back to me. People like me because you've done it so many times. Your subconscious, that inner voice starts to see and starts to believe differently. And now, now that you started to believe differently, now what you believe about yourself starts to change. You start to believe that I'm the kind of person that can have conversations. I'm the kind of person that people do respond to. And that, that starts from saying hi to one person every single day, Monday through Sunday, and then back on Monday again. So for anyone that's just starting out, those three things will change everything. We'll get you started. Yeah, I'm very happy that we just got to that point because that's like very much what the show is about is getting to those things that we can do, physically do, you know, to mm -hmm. go forward and take the action to see a different mm -hmm. result. And then second of all, something very crucial that you mentioned was doing the small things, you know, breaking it up into 30 days and then saying, like, just go up to one person and say hi. Like literally that's all you need to do. It's, like, it's not a big task. Like you've broken it down into like a, a you know, a, a small chunk that's, that's mm -hmm. easy easily executable. So then you'll mm -hmm. be able to go and strengthen your belief in yourself every single day. And that is exactly mm -hmm. what I'm saying. That is what the show is about is saying, how can I strengthen my belief in what, whatever I'm pursuing with this, it's relationship. The way you strengthen it is by doing the small task every single day, building that habit and just showing your subconscious. Like you said, listen, man, like I got this, like I can meet new people. I can be out there. I can be confident. You know, you won't be confident on day one, but perhaps at the end of day 30, different story. Now, the advice you just gave, is that going to be applicable to everyone? Because like an extrovert would say like, whoa, yeah, I can't wait. Like I'll do five people. And then the introvert will say like, this is, oh, I don't know if this is me, you know, I'll, I'll like sit back and wait for someone to come and talk to me or like, is your advice the same for everyone, um, regardless of personality or how do you go about it? 
Very good question. So whether or not you're an introvert or an extrovert, the advice is still the same. Mm. The way you go about it, it's just differently. Mm. All right. See, with introverts, what I would say is this is one. Who do you say hi to normally right now? And they would say, you know, oh, you know, maybe my family, my friends and things like that. Cool. So you just prove that you do have the ability to say hi. That's number one. Gotcha. All right. You, that's, that's number one. So you, you do, so you can do it. That's, yeah. that's a fact. We've established that. Now, the second thing that we have to examine then is, okay, cool. What it seems, what seems to be the problem is that you only, you can only say hi to certain people, other people, you maybe you're a little bit shy. Cool. So then what I would say is then set up the game to win, then say hi to the easiest people you can find. So what I mean by that, start by saying hi with people that work at stores. They're paid to say hi to you. <laughs> They're paid. So start, you know, start there. Start possibly with maybe, um, you know, an elderly person. Start maybe with other men. Say hi to other guys. And essentially there is, you know, someone that you can say hi to and that's really easy. And the goal of that is for you to build the momentum. I don't care who you say hi to. <laughs> it doesn't matter because that's not the point. Yeah. What I want for them, what I want for them, the, what I would tell them, the goal is for you not to say hi to women, not to say hi to, 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 to the most beautiful supermodel ever or to get in a full-fledged conversation. The point is for you to catch momentum. So, I don't, so it doesn't matter how you do it, whether you talk to someone um, who's drop-dead gorgeous or maybe the store clerk who's paid to talk to you. The point is, is for you to catch up momentum because when you do catch up momentum, that's when the confidence starts to happen. And that's when you go like, you know what? I can stretch myself. I'm going to go say hi to her. And then, bam, then, then that process begins. So it's the same process, except we just start at different points. Beautiful. And then does, that, does the same apply to your professional relationship? Like, let's say in business, let's, let's change the context a little bit. If you mm -hmm. want to have like brilliant business relationships does the same apply would you also just go to people and just start saying hi like how does it work is it the same sort of approach it is the same because funny enough that's something that i was struggling with when i was starting my coaching mm -hmm. practice um where i was confident when it came to dating and relationships when it came to business it was like i was back at square one i was scared to ask for the sale i was scared to put myself out there and say hey i have a business i do dating coaching for men if anyone needs help, come and come and see me. I had trouble saying that. So then I then someone reminded me of the parallels between the two, because essentially um, a business relationship is still a relationship, just a different kind. And so I ended up just applying the same thing and started taking those little incremental steps to be able to put myself out there. So what I would do is first it started with me. Um, you know, putting out videos on Instagram, on YouTube, little by little. And then it's, you know, stuff that I felt comfortable with. And then I would tell friends and family what I do because I trusted them. That felt mm. a lot better. And then when it came for asking the sale, I would do mini asks. And then I made it to, and then I made it, I, for me, I put myself the personal challenge that within a time period, I'm going to ask for the sale X amount of times. And the goal is not to, it doesn't matter whether I get a sale, even though I want it to happen. Mm. But the goal is for me just to execute saying the words and get used to saying the words over and over again. And so whatever task, whatever behavior you're trying to do, especially in business, which is a learnable skill, which I came to learn, you know, just like in relationships, it's a learnable skill. Any skill, it can be developed with focused repetition over time.
Awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. So if, if we take this situation now where we are pursuing a relationship, let's say, let's, let's fast forward it now. And we are in some particular relationship and re- the relationship seems broken, right? There's, there's mm-hmm. no communication or there's stuff happening. Like let's say the, the person started drinking or started pornography while being in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Why, what do you think is happening? I don't. I, I know it's it's a little bit like a big question because we don't have context. But just typically, what are the what are the things that you find are happening in the relationship that we can think about and mm-hmm. maybe try and look for? You know, those mm-hmm. blind spots, perhaps. You know, generally, generally with a situation like that where you're in a relationship and then you find you know yourself or your partner numbing it sounds like numbing mm. yourself you know mm. with you know alcohol drugs or porn and things like yeah. that um the 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 key in every relationship especially when you're well in it is communication is communication now let me elaborate on what type of communication you know the thing that's st- first the thing that stops communication between people in a relationship is that fear of being judged, that hmm. fear of being shamed. And yep. it happens even in our own relationships, which is why we don't do it. Um, and so, and so that, 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 that feeling, right. Or that fear, we want to run away from it. And so the only way we know how to cope with it is through ways like running away and numbing ourselves, alcohol, porn, drugs. That's a strategy that we know. Um, and a strategy that we've repeated over and over, which is why we turn to it. Now, communication is also another strategy. We stray away from it because we don't know how to do it because we don't know, because <laughs> we don't know how to mm-hmm. do it. And the way you do any conversation in this, this method, this approach, having conversation works wonders is, is when you are having a conversation, whether you're the one bringing up the topic or whether you're the one sharing the topic. You do it in a way where you're both having a discussion where it's you and your partner having a discussion about this topic. It's not a you versus them type of thing where there's an ultimatum where you do this or you just you do that. No, you go, hey, this is the topic. This is the issue. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. What do you think about it? And then they share their thoughts. And that framework allows you to share how you feel without being judged, without taking blame. Um, even if the partner did something that you're not happy about. Okay. You can say is what you can say is like, listen, when this happened, this is how I felt. And this is what I made up about it. What what are your thoughts about it? And then the person without feeling blamed to say, well, that wasn't my intention. That's not what happened. At that point, the discussion begins. Okay. Well, tell me like what, what did happen? You know, let's have Let's talk about it. Let's figure this out together. Oh, I see where the miscommunication was. Mm. And then bam, you guys are on the same page. So it's you and your partner together, problem solving and having a discussion around um, whatever that issue is. And so if yourself, if you find yourself, you know, trying to, you know, numb yourself and things like that, there's something going on. There's something going on that you don't feel you can talk about or that you don't want to, um, you don't want to deal with or face. Your partner, while they, it's not their responsibility to solve the problem for you. However, they're there to help you with it. They're there to help you solve it. Mm. And if you take that approach, a lot of things in relationships can be resolved. I think that's 
like such amazing advice. Like it's so actually good to just talk to you about this because it also it's also giving me a different perspective on a lot of things. You know, mm-hmm. um, like you mentioned with creating that platform where it's non-judgmental just to chat about what's happening, you know, being able to communicate freely about what's, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Either way, key advice for someone who's, who's wanting to able to communicate better in their relationship. And I think the other thing was also that just being able to, to relieve yourself from the story that you're telling yourself, because that might be happening as well. If you don't communicate, there's like, mm-hmm. you have the story of what your, your, your friend or your partner or your spouse, whoever, what they did, like you have the story mm-hmm. opposed to when you have this platform and you can just communicate about it and you can actually say their side of the story and being mm-hmm. able to relate or being able to just understand at least what's going on and yeah. then empowering yourself to say, I got this, I understand what's happening and now we can actually start moving forward and I can do less of the numbing stuff or less avoidance strategies of, you know, getting away from the relationship mm-hmm. and then just, go in full on for the, the relationship. Now, do you feel that all men are good with women or can be? <laughs> mm. uh, are all men good with women? Yeah. No. Can't <laughs> all men? <laughs> no, some men, trust me, I've seen it in action. Some men are horrendous. <laughs> but, can, but can all men become good with women? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't care who you are. I don't care. You're tall, short, uh, large, thin. I don't, if you're missing teeth, uh, if you have a unibrow, <laughs> I do not, I do not care. You can have success with women. Absolutely. I'm actually now trying to imagine a guy who's got a monobrow and he's just killing it with the woman, you know, he's owning it. And the guys with that. <laughs> They they don't know what's going on. Like he's just smashing yeah. it. Um, yeah, I'm telling. I have a friend. I mean, I'm not telling. Like, I've seen so many things. Like one of my role models, actually, one of my good friends. Yeah. Um, and his name is. I mean, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but whatever. His name is Rico. Um, and Rico, <laughs> Rico is a large fellow. He's mm. a, a, a he's a he's a large fellow. Has a long beard, arm sleeve tattoos. Um, however. The reaction that he has, the, the you know, with with the, with women, it is amazing. He's banters back and forth, and just seeing him in action, that you know, looks don't have anything to do with it. The mm. Looks don't have anything to do with it. It's really a way of being and how you are. That's the attractive thing. And once you master that and understand that, then I'm telling the world's your oyster. Do you also think that's partly due to like energy and body language? Oh yeah. Um, so the bo- so body language is representative of the energy that you're embodying, mm. of the way of being that you're embodying. And so, yes, the quick way um, is to you know do some body language that give off those signals. That is a quick way. Um, if you want a longer lasting, more aligned, fulfilling approach, embody that way of being. Okay. Um, prime example and buying the way of being of joy. I tell guys, don't aim to be confident. Forget being confident. Aim to be joyful. Um, and when you're joyful, what happens? You smile bigger. You you give you're lighter. You don't take anything mm. seriously. You become more fun. And so and so that's why people like my friend like Rico can have so much success because of that way of being that he embodies. Right. So would you then also say we all have our own different kind of strength because 
One's strength might be joy. One's might be intelligence. And I'm saying this because I, like I said to you, I, I found a video where I went through your Instagram and I found this one video where you were saying, I'm going to take the phrase. You said that your mind is like a six pack, right? So mm -hmm. there is in, intelligence is sexy. So like, mm -hmm. let's, let's just chat on that quickly. Like, what do you mean by intelligence is sexy? Yeah, why would you say that? And do you think we all have our own different strengths when it comes to energy and how we attract different relationships? 100%, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, so first, I'll touch on the intelligence part. Mm. Okay, so the, part, the, the video about me talking about your, 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 your mind is a six-pack, intelligence is sexy. Mm. The, the purpose behind me saying that is to help guys understand that not everybody has to be the charming James Bond debonair guy. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the guy who's really intellectual and in his head, he can succeed with women as well. You know, some guys think like, oh, you know, I'm too in my head. You know, I just, I just can't win, win, win in relationship. Yes, you can, because there are people that find intelligence sexy. The term is sapiosexual, a person who finds intelligence sexy. And so it's all about, it's all about understanding, understanding fully who you are or parts of you and then leaning into that and then understanding that sex appeal and attraction is not limited to just looks. It's not limited to just being smooth. The reason why I pulled, uh, I, I went back into my <laughs> bookcase is a book called Swoon, Great Seducers and Why Women Love Them. <laughs> and the reason why this book is fantastic because it details different men throughout history that have been known to be great lovers and what makes them interesting. And funny enough, these are not your classically good looking men. Sure. These these are, these are men that um, are either short, that either um, they're irritable, you know, or maybe they're, um, they're eccentric and out there, but however, they still have that, they still ever have success. So qualities like intelligence, humor, the French call it joy de vivre, which means a joy for life. What, what else? Passion, caring. boldness, caring, caring. Oh my goodness. If you are, if, you know, if, if you're like a genuinely caring person, that can make up another person feel like they're the only person in the world. That is a superpower. <laughs> it, I'm it really is a superpower. And so it's about understanding your strength, what makes you you. Learning that that is great is not a weakness. It is a strength. Leaning into it a hundred percent. And whatever that strength of yours is, it is the equivalent of a six pack. Brilliant. I love that. And also why I asked that is I want to have something that people can take away in terms of you can always be empowered, like take away from this conversation that there's something for everyone and you have your own superpower. You have your own strength. Like you can walk away and say like, I got this, or I don't want people to walk away and say like, this is only for that specific type of guy, the guy with the six pack, the guy mm -hmm. that knows everything, you know, mm -hmm. like I don't, I don't want it to be like boxed in, you know, like pigeonholed mm -hmm. towards just some sort of person. So that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's why I asked that. And I'm happy that you answered it so, so beautifully for us. Now I've got three questions and you can take your time with us or you can answer them quickly, but three questions, short answer for each. What should men start doing? What should men stop doing? And what can women learn from men? Wow. Awesome questions. Okay. <laughs> First thing men should start doing, be empathetic. Be empathetic to the experience of others. And, you know, we can talk about the context of, you know, relationship with women, but be empathetic to the relationship with others. Mm. Once you're empathetic and you understand somebody else's reality, yeah. then you can tailor 
your gestures, your words, your approach, because you've taken them into, into account. Magic. And then, so that's the one. What should guys stop doing? Yeah. Guys should stop rejecting themselves before women do. So true, right? Okay. All right. Because <laughs> I, I, 90% of the rejection is you rejecting yourself. And then the women pick up on that and f- just give back to you what you put out. So that's what they, that's, they, that's what they should stop doing. And what women can learn from men is we're, se- we're sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> that's the <laughs> <a> truth. <trick. laughs> You know, uh, and I'm sorry to give out the secret, guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but the truth of the matter is like, you know, we're sensitive <laughs> and, um, you know, you know, we're trying and we're saying we're big, you know, we're big softies. You know, we do like to cuddle. We like the romantic comedies and things like that. So those yeah. would be my three answers. Cool. Awesome answers. Like I'm smiling so widely because it's so true. Like as you're saying, I'm like gigging. I'm like, oh, that is so true. And that is true. And that is true. This is true because it is. And I'm, I'm willing to put it out there and say like, you know, like I resonate. I agree with you. And I don't want to like bullshit people into thinking differently or having this mask on of being someone that I'm not. So mm-hmm. in that sense, I'm, I'm willing to like agree with you on that. So yeah, uh, we're reaching the end of our awesome interview. So where can people get hold of you or learn a little bit more about what you do or perhaps get in touch um, about coaching or if they need help, where do people get hold of you? So you guys can always find me on Instagram, which is at pablo.j.rosario. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm interactive with everyone. So feel free to contact me there. Um, if I can be of service to anyone, you know, if anyone just needs accountability, coaching, a little bit of guidance, you can always email me personally. Since I have such a fantastic time here, uh, you can always email me personally at pablo at pablojrosario.com or you know, if you actually, you know, want to get started right away on my website, pablojrosario.com, right on the homepage, there's a link to a free five-day challenge that gets your confidence going so you can start talking to women in five days. So, yeah. Brilliant. So, for those listening, I'm going to add those links into the show notes of this episode so you can get in touch with Pablo and start uh, improving those relationships or perhaps just start seeing where you can start with yourself, like where that improvement can start to learn more about yourself, learn more about how you can pursue the world, how you can approach the world, how you can serve the world, especially in the, in the context of relationships. So yeah, with that said, closing question would just be like in the context of relationships, like what is your advice to someone that has just totally given up their belief in themselves? You know, their belief in the capability in themselves. What is your advice to that person? Don't give up. Don't give up. I'll tell you why. Mm. Because there is someone out there somewhere that is fantasizing about you right now and they're looking for you. And it may not be the person that you just went up to, which is actually even better because you want the person who's going to rip your clothes off, the person who's head over heels for you. And I, that person is out there and exists. All right. There's someone that, ha- that finds every single thing about you sexy and attractive someone other than your mom, okay? <laughs> they, are, they are out there. So do not give up. You can transform. You can become anything you want and then you can have what you want. Beautiful. Pablo, thank you so much, man, for just helping men uh, create better relationships in their personal lives and their professional lives. And just thank you for helping us as men find our voice, uh, you know, find the confidence, guide our influence towards something empowering and positive and just helping us understand the world and, you know, how we interact with the world 
better. So just thank you for that. I appreciate having you on the show. Oh, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Awesome, man. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Awesome stuff. That is it. Thank you so much for just being here with me today. It was amazing having you here. And I really just want to say thank you for spending quality time with me. I really do trust that you'll find so much value in all the advice that's been given, all the insights, all the tips, all the practical steps that you can take now, today, to start making a change with regards to your relationships. And as I always say, remember to just take this and go and apply it, go and test it, go and see whether it works for you or not. Other than that, like I usually say, just I hope that you get value and I hope that you use what you get and you learn today. And uh, don't just binge listen to the episodes and not take any action because that's not going to help you and it's not going to help the world. It's not going to help you serve and make an impact in the world. So rather listen to less episodes and really just take in what you learn and then go and apply that in the world. Having said all of that, if you did enjoy this episode, please get in touch. Let me know where you're listening from. I'm always curious to find out where people are listening from um, because I see that I have a lot of American listeners and next up would be the South African listeners. So let, let me know where in the world you are. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know what you think about anything regarding this show and so me and the others that are working with me on these projects can start improving the show and start giving you a higher quality listening experience so once again if you like this episode get in touch let me know where you're from and uh, yeah i'm on instagram facebook and also email lastly there's a facebook community that we are building so get in there if you want to start stretch stretching your thinking and strengthening your mindset and just improving your life in all facets. I think the best way is to get in touch with people that are like-minded. So if you want to see a change as soon as tomorrow, my best advice would be to join a group now to get in touch with like-minded people, to start changing your thinking, to start changing your perspective, to start changing your paradigm and the way you think, and that's going to change how you show up in life. So my friends, uh, you must have a great week. You must have a great month and i hope to see you all soon in the next episode of exploring possibility and remember don't be afraid to explore and find the possibility cheers guys